stupid info crap. <clears throat> you gotta. <laughs> it wouldn't be the show if I did. Yeah. People have come to expect it. Mm-hmm. On this episode of The Candace Files, we go on an expedition from gear to eternity to hunt the Mothman. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Bloody Bits Horror Show. I am your host, Eddie, the Axe Jefferson, and joining me, as always, is that light that I just can't seem to stop circling. Tim Yobo, how are you doing today, sir? I'm doing very good. Happy weekend. Happy Fourth of July, everybody. Well, it'll be past the Fourth of July when you hear this, but hope you had a good Fourth of July. Yep, and of course, it wouldn't be a Candace Files without Candace. Hello, everybody. Hello, Candace. And also, joining us for the first time, paranormal investigator and host of the On Wednesdays We Talk Weird podcast, it's Ashers. Hey guys, how's everybody doing? Welcome to the podcast. Yeah. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. Awesome. Thanks for joining us. So, I gotta ask you, um, I reached out to you on Twitter because you host the uh, On Wednesdays We Talk Weird podcast, a lot of uh, paranormal talk going Mm -hmm. on there. And the Candace Files is kind of one of our weird things that we like to do on occasion for fun. Uh, so I figured what would be better than having somebody who's a little bit more knowledgeable than myself and probably Tim on the subject, uh, but have you to join us and talk about maybe some of your favorite or some of your least favorite paranormal uh, television. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely excited. Um, I think that... Uh... Uh, I think we've picked a really good topic. I don't think that you could have chosen anybody better to discuss it with you. So I was going to ask why the Mothman episode of Expedition X. Sure, sure. So anybody um, who who knows me and is familiar with my work, I'm actually uh, I'm a 40 and investigator, which means that I investigate everything from ghosts to to UFOs to cryptozoology, everything. I do everything. Um, however, my big, my big baby, my big project is this, uh, Mothman documentary that I've been working on. And that's kind of, um, where I started doing this full time. And, uh, this episode in particular, I think is a really good testament to things that you probably shouldn't do while, while looking for the Mothman. So I, I think it's a very easy one to, to pick apart. Yeah. Their investigation methods. I was like, uh, you're really, really pulling for something investigation there. Uh, <laughs> yes. No, <laughs> I, no, not at all. It's it's strictly entertainment. But you know, it's 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 fun, you know from somebody that's you know been in the areas that they were in, and somebody that has really deep dive into the subject matter. Um, I mean, it's it's still uh, comedic relief to me. So, yeah, they're they don't really deep dive too far into it. There's so okay. much underneath the surface that they don't even touch upon. Well, they do some shallow paddling, but I wouldn't say it's a deep dive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about that. We'll get into that, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. You notice I don't think they have both paddles in the water, though. <laughs> you know, uh, like I said, we'll get into it. <laughs> Indeed. So, 
Candace, what about you? What's your what's your history uh, with the uh, the Mothman? Oh man, Mothman was one of those first cryptids. I don't know if you call him a cryptid, because you know usually when you think of cryptids, you think of just unclassified species of real animals. But Mothman, something there's something a little parrot, little supernatural about him more than you know your Bigfoot or your your typical like your Plessy or whatever. But uh. Yeah, it started when I was just a, a wee tot. Well, I wasn't that, that young. I was like eight. Moved up to North Carolina, and it's in the part of North Carolina that borders Virginia and Tennessee, like way deep in the northern part of the mountains. And I read this book from Daniel Cohen called uh, Highway Terrors and Railroad Ghosts. And one of the highway terrors was the Mothman. And I had no concept of ge uh, geography at the time, so I was like, this is in West Virginia? My mom said we were close to Virginia, so we must be close to West Virginia. Yeah. This shit could be happening right now. I wouldn't know about it. <laughs> so it scared the shit out of me. And ever since then, I've always just had this really soft spot for the Mothman. Yeah, so I, I think I mentioned before that my history with this is I saw the Mothman movie with Richard Gere in it. Yep. Oh, and God, <laughs> it's terrible. It is a terrible that's, movie. It's so bad. Yeah, and that's that's really about it for me. Um, but yeah, I guess we can start getting into it then a little bit. Um, so, a little bit of the background on this show: this is the first episode of the first season of Expedition X, and it stars Josh Gates, kind of. Uh, he's he's kind of like the Charlie to their angels a little bit, and that he keeps no, I kind think of. He's more like Fred Onion Roy, who just sits there behind a desk before the movie starts <laughs> and talks a little bit and lets everybody else do the shit. Yeah, yeah. Josh we, we... Gates is someone. His show, I can't remember which one it was. He's been in a ton of shows. He's had a bunch of them, but it would yeah. come on right before Ghost Hunters. Yeah, and so, so he I always did... watched his show, and then Ghost Hunters, and so and he was on Ghost Hunters for like the Waverly Hills Sanitarium special. And so I'm I'm very familiar with him, and it was weird seeing him sitting behind a desk the whole time and not going out in the field. Yeah, so he was the executive producer on uh, Ghost Nation and Expedition Unknown, I think are his two big uh, things that he worked on. As far as, like, appearing in anything, though, he was big on, um, it looks like, Lost Relics of the Knights Templar. Uh, again, Expedition Unknown, he... he Hosted in legendary locations. Was that an episode or a whole show? Expedition Unknown was a TV series that ran five years, Tim. Yeah, yeah, I know. But the thing about the uh, the lost artifacts of the Templars, was that one episode? Or lost like Relics of the Knights Templar. It was a uh, TV miniseries documentary. Okay. And it ran six episodes, I think. So, yeah, if you want to know anything about the Knights Templar, you can have Josh walk you through it. Uh, yeah, I think he... he's got a charisma. I like Josh Gates. Yeah, he's got a charm to him. I get why he's on the show. And of course, if you're going to be going into this and investigating it with any sense of legitimacy, you need to have a field biologist. So he enlisted the help <laughs> of one Phil Torres. Now, to be fair, <sighs> Phil Torres is a scientist of sorts. He did. Uh, I, I love the way that they. This is legal. The legal department said that you have to, you have to phrase it in a certain way, right? Of sorts. Of sorts. He did graduate from Cornell University with degrees oh, in biology and entomology. So, oh, yeah. If you're going to go hunting for a Mothman, you need an entomologist. Wait, he's only got uh, a bachelor's. I don't. I have I a bachelor's find... in science. It 
can't really do much with it. Uh, uh, Candace, you're blowing the lid. You're blowing his cover. Stop it. <laughs> I don't know. He brings a certain uh, um, appeal to the show. I would say. Uh, he's... Yeah, he's supposed to be like. He, I guess he's like supposed to be me, like the skeptic that's there to yeah. prove that everybody isn't just like a true believer. Like somebody's yeah. going to be uh, announced. Yeah. As. He provides a strong counterpoint to the very enthusiastic uh, Jessica Chobot, who you might remember from Nerdist. I know her from my Xbox. Yeah, yeah, you would know her from your Xbox as well because she was in uh, Mass Effect 3, Tim. She was the voice of Diana Allers. Oh, like. shit. Yeah, it yeah. looks exactly That's like why she looks so familiar. Yeah. yeah, she was modeled. You recognize modeled her from the video well. game. How's that for Yeah, crazy? she was yeah, she's on IGN. She's like a she's like a video game personality. Yes, she did video a ton pundit. of stuff. Ton of stuff with IGN. Uh then she was a blogger for Maxim Online and she was the interviewer on the uh rebooted 6th season of BattleBots. Yeah, she's she's a nerd, girl after my own heart. Yeah. Yeah. And now she's uh, really into paranormal investigation. And one thing she's again, girl after my own heart. And one thing <laughs> she's like definitely, <laughs> definitely into is the Mothman. Because when we get the introduction about, okay, guys, I'm going to send you out to go investigate a big flying thing, but it's not a UFO. It's Mothman. And she just fangirls Mothman immediately. Oh, it's infectious. Well, no, no, you're skipping ahead, Eddie, because first he shows her, I think, is it like that still photo? And then the first response that she has is seeing the still photo. Is she it's a dragon. Like, it's a dragon. It does look like a fucking dragon, <laughs> yeah. Tim. It does. It does. Okay. But still, come on. There's a picture of a dragon flying over Chicago. Someone's what would you do it. if you saw a dragon in real life, like flying through the air? What would you do? Uh, probably shit my pants. Yeah. I feel like that'd be everybody's reaction. <laughs> yeah. I guess you have to d decide if you're going to use Fusaro Da or <laughs> No, I you guess... use the No, you use the call that makes la dragons land. Oh, I can't yeah, remember which one it is. Mm. <laughs> yeah, me either. So yeah, it she says it's a dragon. That's awesome. No, it's Mothman, and we get a retelling of the oh, first gosh. Mothman <laughs> encounter. Mhm. Mm which apparently <laughs> tell us tell us as you where this deviates from what yeah. you know of the, uh, the history of sure. i have one question the most important okay. question i have about this whole thing is why is he called mothman um well actually there's a kind of a, a silly anecdote to that so a lot of people when they first start seeing it um in the year 66 uh they were saying that it actually looked like batman is what they were saying uh like it it because it doesn't look anything like a moth or even you know, a bat, for the, for the most part, it's just kind of a dark humanoid figure that, that can also fly. But they couldn't use the term Batman, so um, a journalist in Ohio had coined it uh, the Mothman to try to kind of be silly. That's great. Okay. All right. So we <laughs> him the man bat. I don't, they, I don't think they, DC you know, had that, him yet. That's already, yeah, there's, that's already a DC thing, the man bat. The sure. man bat, uh, yeah, they, they missed their chance, I guess. I don't know. So they started calling him the Mothman. Um, no, it's just, you know, the, the whole show opens up and, you know, initially I'm getting like really strong, like terrible, like survivor type, like vibes from the episode. It's just not, it's not very good. They're all like, oh, we have something super spoopy today. We're going to, we're going to go investigate something strange. And then of course you've got, you know, uh, you've got, you know, the girl who's like, oh, oh my gosh, I'm a fan, you know, and it's just, it's just so campy. And, you know, then they show that terrible footage, which doesn't even, I mean. 
like sure the footage was i guess interesting and uh, you know i suppose it kind of looks like a dragon but like the mothman doesn't look anything like it had nothing to do with the mothman you know it was so it strange. didn't yeah all yeah. they said was can you identify this they did not say it was the mothman right it had nothing to do with any it's never been that's never been tied to the mothman at all so it had nothing to do with it and you know then they kind of touched on you know oh they're like oh the first that's one thing they, they constantly say that the scarberry sighting in um point pleasant west virginia was the first sighting that kicked off the series of events that was happening but you know the thing is is that it wasn't um the first sighting was actually november 1st which was uh two weeks before that sighting took place and there were I think like four or five sightings before they even got to the Scarberry situation. It's just probably the most well-known because it's, it's what kind of shined a light on it through the town and made the whole town, you know, be out wanting to look for this thing. So, um, you know, that's kind of, but you know, that's a good start. It's okay. I understand a lot of people kind of start with that, um, you know, and then they just kind of gave this, uh, this timeline of events, which I'll tell you, I was impressed because they did mention, um, Mothman sightings outside of the West Virginia, Ohio ones that were happening later than the sixties. And a lot of people don't talk about those. So I'll, I'll give them credit there where credit's due, but. Uh, well, maybe they skipped over a bunch of that stuff because they had to cut time to make sure they had enough time to look at trees with flashlights. That's, yes. <laughs> You're cutting into our tree time. Well, and you know what? I'll tell you, as somebody that's out there all the time, that is um, pretty much all you do constantly. So, I mean, that's an accurate description of the job. So I'll, I'll, I'll take it. I'll use it. But yeah, that's basically our opener here for the show, which, like I said, I don't have too much of an issue with all of that. Just, I mean, I get it. They have to make the story interesting. I understand. I feel like the story, the real story, is interesting as hell. I, I was and just going to say, so Candace, much I think that, yeah, exactly. I think that's a lot more interesting than, like, playing, like, live-action Fallout where you find a fucking gear yeah. in a fucking yeah. container. <laughs> It's a sprocket. Yeah. Oh. Space Lee's going to be pissed, man. It's like, you know, this is only worth one piece of gold. I'm not carrying this shit. Yeah. yeah one bottle cap. So, yeah, apparently in 1966 in West Virginia at Point and Pleasant, there were two couples that were driving back from a uh, double date. Uh, they saw what they claimed on recordings to be a big flying bird-like creature that flew over their car, attacked the car, and about a year later, it appeared again on a uh, a bridge in the area. Was it the Silver Bridge, I believe? Well, no, not necessarily. Um, actually, it was never even sighted on the bridge. I don't know where they got that information from. Nobody ever reported seeing this thing on, on the bridge. Um, the See, most my limited knowledge of Mothman is that's, a, that's like one of the things that I know, that he's supposed to be on a bridge, and he like made the bridge fall down. Well, yeah, and that is, um, you know, the common, I guess the common core belief. So... The sightings of this thing started in November of 1966. The Silver Bridge collapsed in December of 1967. And then Mothman kind of disappeared from the town, allegedly. Now, not really. Um, we do have sightings afterwards, but they are kind of tied together. However, Mothman was never reported seen on this bridge. So I'm not sure why they, they put two and two together. Now, I know in this, in this episode specifically, they kind of talked about how um, they're like, oh, Point Pleasant, they're... They're all afraid of Mothman, and it's such a big deal there, and all this and that. I'm going to tell you right now, those residents fucking hate the Mothman. Like, they, oh, they are so done with it. Like, they don't want anything to do with any of it. And the only people that really care to, to do anything about it are people that obviously sell, like, the Mothman Museum as, you know, there for, you know, retail, and they make money off of it. And 
there's like a pizza place where you can get a pizza mothman or you know mothman pizza that of course they care about other than that though i mean point pleasant is not a very big town and anybody you try to talk to about the mothman situation they're just not having any of it so <laughs> uh, it sounds like they could use the tourist dollars though i mean i've they, been to yes. west virginia they need money yes the mothman <laughs> festival that they have every year they have a mothman festival in september um it brings in over 90 percent of the town's entire revenue for the whole does not surprise when i saw me. that festival i was like oh here we go that's a money maker right there mm -hmm. exactly yeah and that's it's what like else this. do they have going on in that area right it's it's, right. it's like one of my gripes is that the salem or the salem film fest or whatever it is in salem massachusetts they always say oh this is where the witch trials took place it's salem and i'm like Salem, Ma Massachusetts, where the witch trials took place, changed their name because they wanted to separate themselves from it. That's Salem, yeah. but it's not the Salem. Witch right. trials took place there, but That's not the ones you're thinking though. about. Fuck but yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but they're like, we probably get a shit ton of money from this, and they do. Yeah. <laughs> that's And that's exactly, I mean, yeah, I've spent probably way too much time in West West Virginia, I like, to admit. But yes, the whole the whole state could use the money, and, you know, so that's why I think they have all these different, because it's not just Mothman, they got other monsters there, too, that they made museums out of and have festivals for. I think it's a, <laughs> I think it's a good money-making uh, tool, that's for sure. I think it sounds um, fun. But yeah, so you know that, that they, you know, kind of misconstrue that whole legend allegedly as a harbinger of doom, which I'll kind of get into a little bit more later on. But um yeah, he was never seen on the bridge at all. So I don't uh I don't know why he's at fault for it. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Was... I think he's like Antifa. He just gets blamed for everything, right? Getting a bum rap all the time. <laughs> So, Tim, I sent you a picture of this. I actually looked up the Mothman pizza. Now, oh, Ooh, what's what on it? Reviews? So, it looks to you be your traditional pizza. You think you're getting mushrooms, pizza. but they're just moths. Yeah. Yeah. Ew. Basically, what it is, is it looks like somebody made, like, green oh, no, no, uh, no. Come on, bell peppers. Pizza. No. It's like green bell peppers sticking out as, I suppose, legs. And then the oh. body of it is pepperonis. Uh, then then wings, yeah. it looks like, that are made out of mushrooms. And then, yeah, they really lost the point here because the, they have olives red, for the stupid. eyes. It should be the pepperoni. Yeah. yeah that's true. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck are they doing? God damn. And I, I think pepperoni is cheaper than olives. The last couple times I've been down, because I'll take, I'll do tours down there. I'll take people and do tours down there. And one of the places that we stop at is always the, the pizza place to have the Mothman pizza. The last three times that we've been down there and I've done that, um, they were out of the whatever it is they use for the eyes. So it didn't even have eyes. <laughs> Those <laughs> olives are expensive. Come on. You gotta buy them pit I'm pitted too. More, sorry. His glowing red eyes are like his most famous oh, feature other than right. his wings. Okay, okay <laughs> so I see I see the problem. Okay, if you look at the third picture that I that, that's on that link, Tim, they they use cherry tomatoes. And it's they right stick is. green olives with pimentos in them in that so that it appears to be mm. a red eye and then the green yes, is okay. like an iris. Oh, that's disgusting. In any other state, this is just called the Potheads pizza. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this looks like a terrible pizza. I mean, no, just toppings-wise. You know I, I, can't, I can't talk badly about the place in general. They, they serve more than pizza. They do have really good food. I can't uh, remember the name of the restaurant right now. Jesus, I'm, I'm there all the time. Um, but I, I don't get the Mothman pizza personally when I go, but my, my clients do, so. Yeah, hey, see, that's, it's for the tourist. 
The yeah, real people who live there, they never get the Mothman pizza. They know uh, just yeah. get the regular pizza. Right, exactly. Yep. It'd be funny to be to live there and be the asshole that always gets the Mothman pizza when you're like at a party. Yeah. Kiss everybody <laughs> Look what off. I brought, guys. Uh, hey, guys, no, I second. got the Mothman so- pizza. How come somebody hasn't trademarked the Mothman name and then sued like the pizzeria and the museum and all that stuff? I don't think you can trademark something like that, though. Because you didn't invent it. Okay. Yeah, no, just thinking about how cause they couldn't say Batman because of the DC Comics. Like, yeah, because that was already DC trademarked. Yeah, but who can DC sue if everybody's calling them Batman? That's true. The newspaper that started it, I guess. They probably were like, we are not going to be held liable for this. That's West Virginia. They don't have a lot of money. No. Very good point. <laughs> <laughs> that newspaper's hanging on by a thread. Yeah. <laughs> Half you know- the population can't even read. I know we told all of the coal miners out there that they need to learn how to code, but they haven't gotten around to it yet. So, it's terrible. Yeah. So Phil, you know, he's skeptical of this whole thing because apparently Mothman is back, right? And in the last two years from when this was filmed back in 2017, there have been uh, a bunch of sightings of the Mothman, and more than a dozen of them were in, in Point Pleasant. So, of course, Jess is acting insane. She's really stoked to meet the Mothman. She wants to get his autograph. Mm-hmm. And Phil's skeptical, though. He's like, look. He's going to have a pizza with him? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's going to be like, hey, look, Jessica, don't order the Mothman. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, but, but Phil's skeptical. He's like, look, you know there's, like, drones and stuff now. So, like, maybe you know, that's I love why... it because I just have written down drone, bada-bing, bada-boom, end of show. <laughs> oh, but Tim... <laughs> Jess points out that there's no way this could be a drone because drones don't have wings that flap. Duh. Uh, but that's true. That is true. Okay. Uh, I will mm-hmm. give her that. She does have a point. Yep. <laughs> if you distinctly saw flapping wings, that completely discounts drones. So they go down there, and the curator of the Mothman Museum, now this guy. He this guy get the job anywhere else in the whole world, right? This is, this is where he, he was born to work in this place. Oh he wasn't even gosh. born in this town. He moved across country to get other this than, job. Other than dealing with asshole people, I bet that's a pretty sweet job if you're yeah, like, Tim, really passionate about it. If you love what you do, yeah. you never work a day in your life, Tim, and this man loves what he does. He, yes, he does. No, Jeff. Jeff is a. He's actually a, a high school teacher there in, in Point Pleasant. He's never oh. at the museum. Yeah, he's he only, he's only there for he he gets the fun part. See, he gets to do the interviews and stuff like that. But oh, as this far is like shit. His TV life, shows lying to us. I thought yeah, he was there like every day. He, no, he's yeah. never there. He's never there. That's fucked up because besides Walkman, <laughs> I bet he's the second biggest draw in that town. Uh, yeah. Well, and you know what? The funny thing is, is that he always has been. Before he had this uh, Mothman Museum, he had the uh, only record store in town. So um, he was he used to sell, you know, music. That was his oh thing. Oh, my God. Yeah. So this guy <laughs> at the record store is a high yeah. school teacher with that hair. He's going to be like yeah. the coolest fucking teacher, right? He's the, the coolest person in the whole state, I, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> You're forgetting Mothman. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Well, but Mothman, Mothman moves. Just yeah, Mothman. wants to meet Mothman, not this guy. Yeah, Mothman got tired of the state and went to Chicago. Like, yeah. He's got wings. At least he can leave. Like That's These true. other guys have some trouble. So, so yeah, they you go to Chicago? That's oh. a very good point. Better pizza? That's true. I don't know about that. That pizza looked a little bit like a deep dish pizza already. So. Uh, uh, shots fired, Tim. 
So yeah, then we get the uh, dramatic reenactment of the teenagers, and uh, we find out that they uh, were going over 70 miles per hour, and then the Mothman's talons dug into the car. And this is a clue that it wasn't a Mothman, right? If there's talons, I don't know a lot of moths <laughs> with <true>. talons. <laughs> <laughs> there's one thing I know about moths, they don't have talons. Really, if it was a Mothman, all they had to do was turn off their headlights and he would have went away. See, I have so many notes about just turn the lights on. Just turn the lights on. That's how you catch them. That's what I... Exactly, Eddie. Thank God. See, we're on the same wavelength. You catch the Mothman by just turning on the strongest searchlight in the state and just wait with them with a big net. Yeah, but Tim, that that might work for Batman, but he's he's a copywritten character. Oh, shit. You can't use a searchlight because that's Batman's light. Exactly. Yeah, it's way it's way too much like Batman. But now, no, what so... was really interesting about this about the sighting is that everybody seems to like leave out the coolest. I think the coolest part of this situation was that initially, when these when these guys uh, were out there, they were kind of doing the lovers lane thing in this uh, yeah, weird area in West Virginia. Yeah, they, were they, late, were. they were they late. They were late home, and so they had to come up with a story. It's <laughs> <laughs> a hell of a story. Um, but they had stopped off at the abandoned power power plant where they used to make munitions back in World War II, right? So there's this abandoned power plant. That's where all the cool kids hang out at in West Virginia is this, a, a power plant. And uh, But they were parked there. And what had happened initially was they saw this guy walking around the corner of the building, and he was walking weird. He just looked weird. Um, but then all of a sudden, wings opened up, and he started flying at them. So they, they, they ran away. Um, nobody Maybe ever talks he opened his trench that. coat. <laughs> I could have, could have been. Talk could about have been filling your drawers. Flasher. Yeah, oh. I could have been. <laughs> you know, but you know, then they leave. You know, and they talk about how, you know, well, he chased the car. He was going over 70 miles an hour, blah, blah, blah. You know, all that. That's that's boring. Man. I don't care about that. I want to hear about this guy, you know. And, and so it humanizes it a little bit more. And I don't know. For some reason, we just don't do that with these types of things. So. Yeah, that's really weird. I mean, but You're I guess cutting then... into looking at the tree time. So we've got to hover this, hover these points, <laughs> these important parts up with the trees. I know. Let's go. <laughs> You're yep. right. That's yeah. a good point. Then, then all the, but then that almost sounds like a previous Candace Files episode where we're talking about all the vampires in New Orleans. <laughs> Just some weird guy with a trench coat that flew off while you were that walking flew off up of to a building. Him. Yeah, people yeah. like that was a fucking vampire. Oh, <laughs> figured out uh, a good thing in New Orleans was to tell people tourists that he was a vampire and like tell that to a thousand women, it's going to work on one of them. That's, That's true. Yeah. Hey, everybody's got to have their their something, right? Yep. So yeah, now we get to these uh, uh, audio recordings of them and and of, of the people giving their testimonies to the police mm-hmm. back in the sixties, and uh, they all say you looked like a bird. Which is interesting. He had like bird-like wings because Bird I guess. Really, yeah. What really threw me off was when they were like, "We thought it was a guy," but then we saw the wings and the glowing red eyes, and I'm like, "That's not the first thing you noticed." That's, yeah, was the, that's not a guy. Was the ten foot wings and the glowing red eyes? <laughs> well, no, because he was walking at him at first. That he walked like I said, he walked weird. So I don't yeah, know. That's you true. know, and maybe he was looking down. I, I I'm not sure why they didn't see the <laughs> yeah. eyes initially, but. Maybe he had really cool shades on because he he's did. experienced like flying at lights way too much. So he yeah. put the shades on to prevent that from happening. Oh, that's true. Yeah, he doesn't want to get he's... a bunch of moths in his eye while he's flying right. 70 miles an hour. He's, he's like an X-Man. Yeah. You know, he's, he's just so used to his abilities that he has to Candace, counteract them. Come to find out, he might actually be an X-Man. Archangel. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> well, 
okay, so so I actually had the Rocketeer, but we'll we'll get to that. <laughs> so yeah, then then after that we hear that yeah, exactly thirteen months later, uh, to the day that Silver Bridge collapsed, and they, that's when they say yeah that maybe a few people claim that they saw him on the Silver Bridge, and then we get to the that we find out Mothman's been busy since then. Apparently, is this, is this a true part of yeah. the story? Which part that he's been busy? That he's been he was shown at fucking Chernobyl in '86. Yeah, he yes, he's been sighted in, at Chernobyl. He was sighted. There was a um, tsunami that happened. I can't remember where exactly. Oh my gosh, I should know this. Oh, um, he was sighted there. He was sighted uh, 9/11. He was sighted. Um, yeah, it's also it. Uh, he might have been sighted yeah. at the Joplin tornado. Because the children yeah. who survived the tornado said that there was a person with butterfly wings that saved them. Yeah. There was like multiple yeah. children that said that. And also in Fukushima. Yeah. With the tsunami that well. caused the Fukushima disaster. Maybe that's what the I was children there I, I think it was. The children there said that someone with butterfly wings saved them. And so people were like, That might have been the Mothman. He likes to hang mm -hmm. around disasters. He's mm -hmm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but yeah, he's been around. He was in Mexico during their swine flu epidemic, apparently. Yeah. So yeah, that's... Yeah. And then apparently, right after he's there, the men in black show up. Correct. And... That's, that's the claim. Yeah, yep. And there are reports that they show up, talk with people, and that the people that they talk with never talk about the Mothman again. Except they talk about the men in black. Yeah. Right? Yeah, Doesn't it kind of much. blow the whole thing? <laughs> I'm not allowed to The men in black that. would learn, like, after, like, the umpteenth time, like, hey, you know, we told them if they ever talk about that UFO, Bigfoot, or Mothman again, we'll kill them and the whole family. Fuck, we didn't tell them, don't talk about the us. <laughs> That's a very good point, Tim. They need to work yeah. on that. They need, like, a man in gray well, that come after them and tell them, I'll like, do, don't talk about don't the talk. men in black. <laughs> Or show up at I'll... night. Don't show, do it in the middle of the fucking afternoon. Where everybody, all the neighbors are going to be people. Well, that right. was another thing that they kind of glossed over was the men in black. Because they're yeah. like, it's government agents. And I'm like, most people who encounter the men in black say they are not with the government. Well, it just depends, I guess. You know, for that area, this is kind of, uh, this was the time when the men in black were coined. And they were coined by, uh, by Gray Bart, or yeah, Gray Barker. And um, in conjunction with John Keel. Now, at the time that this was all happening... John Keel was in Point Pleasant, West Virginia, doing his Mothman research. Yeah, they never once mentioned John Keel. And oh, which I was is like, crazy. What the fuck? Right. This is his baby. I'm pretty sure he was the Mothman, really. I mean, I, I was being honest <laughs> here. You know, so uh, that is wild. Um, but yeah, no, that's, uh, you know, but you're right. Some people describe these things as not being, men in black not being actual people, but like rather they're more of an alien race. Or, yeah, they're aliens so that are trying to appear as people. Right, there's so many like don't don't fucking talk about UFOs. Right, they're definitely weird. I mean, if they are people, like they're really like I think I'm weird, but like these the men in black are like really weird. Like I, I think it's maybe it's just federal employees who are just bored and like let's fuck with people. <laughs> <laughs> okay? Definitely good. That's very. Eddie, good. let's yeah. go uh, to your favorite fucking comedy of all time, Super Troopers. Right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they so, like to fuck with people when they were born. So Tim, from my limited work with people that work in like let's say government places um they're already weird enough they don't need to be aliens like <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> if you've yeah. ever known somebody who used to work in let's say intelligence they're interesting people um I wonder what that word actually means you well 
you would not peg them as being human beings if you met them. You'd yeah, be like, maybe that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. You'd be like, there's yeah. this is clearly an alien pretending to be a human. <laughs> like, oh man, it, they're yeah, they're crazy. So, and, and I love this one. So we we uh, we go to the place of the original sighting, and we meet retired military policeman Dave Sphinx. And I love Dave Sphinx. This dude loves the word clandestine. <laughs> Who doesn't? It's a very good word. I try to work it in every conversation I can. I well, like to say clandestine. At least twice in this conversation yeah. that I counted. And I love it because he says, okay, so here's the deal. They used to manufacture TNT here during World War II. Uh So my hunch is that the Mothman was a military experiment, right? So then he's like, okay, so then they they give us a little backstory. They're like, listen, during the Cold War, we were doing these experiments where we just decided we were going to strap bombs on literally everything. Oh, Oh, yes, I have written down. I fucking Project Kitty. Oh He's my like god, that's my favorite the one. The cutest fucking name for yeah. a fucking op. It was, to kill it was a co- as many Russians as you possibly can with It cats was Acoustic and Kitty. You should look more into Acoustic Kitty because it's sad because so many cats died, but also hilarious because they died hilariously. Because sure. try to tell a cat what to do. Right. Try to train a cat. Yep, 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 yep. yep. Put a bomb um, on a cat and see what they, happens. It's a they, great they, idea. They, they were trying to put listening devices on cats and then have the cat go over to two people meeting at a park and try to listen in on their conversation, but the cat got run over by a car on the way there. <laughs> oh, God. Hello, there's something called dogs. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what a terrible... Yeah, so they're strapping bombs to bats. They're strapping bombs to pigeons. I think I saw a couple of flamencos and a swan and some shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's the government. the dolphins. Dude, well, oh my god. The, we can, Oh yeah, we, the dolphins with the mines that they would put on submarines. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, Operation Flipper. So, <laughs> Dave Sphinx says, "All right, th- that's what's going on here and they probably did an experiment that maybe created a Mothman." There's so many maybes yeah. and mites when they're talking about this. Oh yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. So, I got to um, ask everybody real quick, theory on the origin of the cryptid Mothman, not not the explanation we get later for what the Mothman is. Do you think it is a cryptid they found and they tried to harness his abilities, one that was manufactured by government experimentation, or maybe it's a uh, extra dimensional uh, um, thing and, and that we're encountering? What do you, what do you guys think? You want me to go first? Yeah, go for it. Okay, yeah, I can. Um, so, you know, in all my research, I've concluded it's it's not terrestrial. Um, it's probably ultra. The term's ultra terrestrial, which is, uh, you know, they 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 live here on our planet, but they don't live on our dimension, right? And so that's uh that's what I think it is. I think that the government uh narrative that that it's some type of weird you know fucked up experiment. I you know I think that that's incorrect. Um, it's just not possible for something like that to exist, even like biologically speaking, like the height of this thing, it's like six feet tall and it's only got a 10 foot wingspan. 
can't fly on wings. You know, it's not possible. True. So, <laughs> yeah, it's like know, at a certain just... point, ants and spiders can only grow so big without breaking their legs. Right, right. So it just doesn't make any biological sense. Not to mention a number of the sightings in general, which you know we won't I won't get too much into. But other things happen. Like one woman saw the Mothman, and her eyes were like burned, and she like couldn't use her eyeballs for like two weeks, and. You know, people have nightmares, right? They they have visions. They have all these other things that go along with it. It's not typically you just see the Mothman and, and live your life. Typically you see it and other things happen. So I, to me personally, I think it's a thing. I didn't used to think it was a thing until I started really digging into it. Um, but I don't think that it's uh, it makes sense for our sciences to, to explain. I, I agree with you. I think that uh, the Mothman won't fall into traditional science terms. But I don't think it's like a, an angel or something like that. I don't think it's something spiritual because I'm more of a, I don't know, pseudo Well, it can't be an angel person. because it's making bridges fall down and fucking nuclear power plants explode. <laughs> yeah, Tim, you didn't know the... what that bridge did. That's true. That bridge was <laughs> asking for that's it. That's true. That, oh, that was the fuck bridge. That's where all the people <laughs> went to fuck. And that's how 42 people died that night on a Saturday at 3.30 in the morning. Yeah, they never they never mentioned in this the high strangeness that always follows with Mothman sightings. It's yeah, like well, like correct. Asher said, it's never just a Mothman sighting. There's always some kind of fucked up shit going on around it that you uh -huh. can't explain. And it's so like, I mean, I would say it's another reality bleeding through. You know, and it's like what Tim says. It's because they got to cut to what I like to call the West Virginia Property Brothers bringing a rental boat. <laughs> To, oh my god it's all, these, it's all these guys could do not to bust out laughing about these two idiots in a boat oh with paddles god. going in the yeah. toxic water too yes. okay yes. so if, can I, we... if i live in that area i'm like thanks a fucking lot what do you mean toxic water can we yeah. talk about the water being toxic for just a second yes. please what are <laughs> they what are they that. getting at so the water is is very. Um, I don't touch. I'm there every weekend. I don't touch the water, guys, and I never will. Um, but it, you know, it's it's very gross. It's filled with like TNT and DNT, and you will pretty much have instant. It, it's like a cancer swamp. Okay, Ooh. you'll have instant cancer oh, if damn. you touch this water. It's terrible. And so they they it's a super fun site, which a super fun site is just a very a toxic area of environment that needs cleaned up right and they've never they um established it as a super fun site back in the 70s and they've never done anything about it um as a matter of fact there's still munitions to this day in those weird bunkers that they went into um and Can you just go into those bunkers yeah, Can well, anybody just get on a boat and just go yeah, into those places well, okay so i haven't been on the boat and gotten to that one that one did look pretty neat i'll say that but most of these there's 88 of them actually in that area they made it look like there was only like the one the two damn you know but there, no there's 88 of them and now nowadays a lot of them are private property there's one that's owned by the museum that you can go to at any point in time what they did was when they started sectioning out that land and figuring out what to do with it once the uh the power plant shut down um, they originally gave it back to um, people that owned the property beforehand. They got first dibs, and now you can buy them. Um, some people own them, and they stockpile them with, like, uh, doomsday stuff. We found a generator in one one time. Um, there's all kinds of things. Some of them are still owned by the government. Nobody's bought them, and they still have munitions in them, and they've blown up. Two have blown up. <laughs> Oh my one god! One blew up in 2010, and one, the other one blew up in 2013. So it's, uh, well, maybe that's I why Mothman was point... seen there again. Yeah, it could be. That, that's where he could live. But I think at one point Jessica says, like, 
there's there's parts where it says you know government prop award department do not enter and i'm like it does yes how the fuck are you just walking into that place with a fucking camera you're just yeah and filming the dome because no, nobody's out there. No, it's a big, it's like, it's like uh, a little over 4,000 acres, the whole area is. And I mean, nobody's really out there, um, except for hunters. Like I said, some people buy the land and then they'll go out there and hunt. Um, so you have to, you know, be mindful. But, but no, yeah, you walk up on these doors and they do, they've got big, they'll, they'll say danger, explosives inside, munitions, whatever. It's, it's kind of creepy. Well, I would will you say eat, this. If you're a hunter, would you eat any animal that's been drinking that water and eating plants that have been, that has been drinking that water? West Virginians would, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. true. Good. That's true. <laughs> What's he gonna do? Make my teeth fall out? <laughs> but probably. Both of them. I, I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't. But you know, that's another thing I wanted to add was that I found it hilarious because they're like filming them at night. Of course, they're doing it at night. I don't. You don't have to. Like, you can go anytime. It's, it's yeah. It makes close. no sense to look oh. at night. You can't see but anything. Like, yes, I love how they leave just as the sun is coming up, and they can right. actually see stuff. See something. Right. It was, it was very smart, even though there's Mothman sightings during the day. Nobody ever said it was yeah. internal. It is weird. But what I found interesting about it, something that I caught right away, was the fact that, like, you hear the sound effects, right? It's like nature sounds, right, all around you. Mm-hmm. That's fake. They added that in there. That place, there's no sound. Like, nothing, oh. it's like nothing lives almost. I mean, now there is wildlife there. It's a wildlife reserve now. Um, but it was just very, it's so obviously added in. Like I said, the creepy thing about it is that you go, and it's so quiet. What I thought what I thought was hilarious was the very obvious voiceovers. Oh, I lost him. Oh, I think he's over there. It's like they're not saying that right then. For me, the creepiest part was when they were going in the bunkers. That was definitely a little bit creepy. But what really kind of sold it for me a little bit was that there was no graffiti there. And I'm like, Huh, that is yeah, that never did. This would be a perfect place to hang out, get drunk, get high. Somebody, you know, you're you know, hanging yeah. out there on the weekends instead of the bridge because the bridge fell down. You can't fuck anymore on that bridge. <laughs> you got to go out there. Now, there is. Typically, that is what it's like down there. You go in there and there's all kinds of graffiti and, and all kinds of, you know, mess. So they trash, found the two so. places that didn't have any graffiti on. I'm assuming what they probably, probably did was they probably found a private owner for one of them who does uh, actually lock the door. Because they do have doors on them. And, I mean, you could lock them. You know, some are locked. And so they probably take Oh, yeah. That's the other thing bunker. I have is, like, Yo, they just let the fucking door open? All the other ones, yes. Most of them are just open and you can just go in. You can just walk in. It's crazy. Wow. It is awesome having you on this. That was, that's very interesting. <laughs> Getting all this insider <laughs> <Yeah>. information. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm there way too much, I promise. But no, they're really cool. They're really, it's it's really neat. Um, the, They're dome shaped, right? And that's how it is. Yeah. Now they're like filming them walking around this thing as if it's like huge. Now they're big, but they're not like pan the camera to like walk around this thing big and that was just laughable but when you go in like certain things about it they just didn't capture like i said they don't capture the fact that there's no noise outside and then they don't capture the fact that while you're in those bunkers because of the shape of it and because of the concrete it's just this huge echo chamber and it's wild it's insane it's like Holy a weird shit, that's a great fucking point yeah yeah, it's, it yeah it's like a weird a weird uh you know, experience. That's for sure. It's disorienting sometimes, you know. And so, but I'm like, you know, th- these are all the best parts about this story, and you guys are just missing the fucking mark. So and you've actually gone into these places. Oh, I'm, like I said, I'm there almost every weekend. Yeah. So Damn, what, I don't know. I don't can know. I ask a question a then? Was for me. was this like sure. your bondage gear that you left there? Uh, the... <laughs> it was, yeah. Sorry, guys. I just I, well, it's just a chain. More, you know, it's just a chain. What does it mean? It looks chain. like something that you put around somebody's right wrist. And I love that Jess is like, with it. 
Jess is like, oh, well, clearly they had something chained up in uh, here. Oh, like, yeah. It's not like know. they were probably hauling something and use that to clip it on. You know? Right. It just reminds <laughs> I mean, me of yeah. when they were doing the whole rock and roll. It reminds me of when they were doing the whole rock and roll trial thing and Tipper Gore was like, oh, Twisted Sisters music is all about bondage and sadomasochism. And they're like, no, it isn't. But I like the way you think. You know? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm convinced that whatever it was they found in that thing, they they placed there. I, everything oh. there was a prop. Because of course they did. Yes. Come on, you know I've never I've never found there was a sprocket in, in a fucking barrel. Yeah. Okay, and uh, I need yeah. that last sprocket to build what I need in Fallout Four. And by yeah. the way, the fire extinguisher being from the town where there is an oh, air yes, force base, oh my like god, that clue, yeah. quote unquote. Yeah. Because well, nothing else has ever come from. From yeah. Dayton, Ohio. <laughs> yeah, Dayton, Ohio famously only has an Air Force base on it. That's where they manufacture the fire extinguishers, Exactly. By the, way. the only yeah. place it's going to come from. That has fire yeah. extinguishers. So here's what's crazy about that, guys. I live in Dayton, Ohio. Okay. So you should know. How big is the fire extinguisher business there? Um, you know, it's... Um, I, yeah, I'll tell you what. I've never bought a fire extinguisher from Dayton, Ohio. So there's that. Um, but no, I mean, you know, it was... I, I was like, okay, they're they're talking about something that again, it's not it's anything anybody talks about. The fact that like the Air Force base did have an interest in the Mothman thing. They did. And um, but they never really talked exactly about what. And it just really it just was so pointless. It was just so obviously there to fill the time and it was so frustrating. <laughs> yeah. Like they're they're focusing on the most boring part of the Mothman story it's of like wild. military oh. connections and like you are totally missing the wild shit that comes around with Mothman. I they they really they really did. They really missed out. And even then, like the reason why there's a Dayton connection in the first place, the reason why there's an Air Force Base connection is because I'll tell you a little, little bit of story time. Ten days before that Scarberry sighting happened, the, uh, the the two couples, um, this man called Woodrow Derenberger says that he was stopped while driving home from work by an alien spaceship. The alien got out. The alien talked to him. The alien's name is Injured Cold. Woodrow Derenberger then went on to have a lifelong relationship with Injured Cold. Wood, uh, Woodrow Derenberger is dead now. His daughter, Tanya, maintains that relationship with Injured, allegedly. They're talking aliens and stuff. Now, when when Woody met Indrid, he came home that morning and was telling people about it. Within two hours of the media showing up to his house, um, people from Wright-Patterson Air Force Base came to talk to him. Said, hey, listen, we believe your story. We just want to know what you know. So we told him the story. But people think that it's possible because this happened right outside of Point Pleasant. It happened about an hour away in Parkersburg, West Virginia. West Virginia. People think that Indrid Cold, which is why the, the Richard Greer movie is so bad. They think Injured Cold could be the Mothman, so that's another mm. theory. That's where the connection is. Now, it's kind of a jumping through hoops connection because you got two different stories going on at once. But I just think it's—I thought it was so weird they didn't talk about any of that, but they talked about the Air Force. Yeah, <laughs> and Project Blue Book. Talk about Project Blue Balls, am is, I right? <laughs> yeah, that is it, that's the home of Project Blue Book. But you know, it's yeah, Project Blue Book is such a fucking joke. Like, yeah, don't oh, even... yeah, it's really it nothing. Was, when you look into it, it's just like the government saying, yeah, we're going to look into uh, UFOs. That's yeah, it. They give don't. Eight, that's give us $8 million dollars for a budget. Yeah that's, yeah. that's all it was. They're like, oh, we, we're, we're investigating UFOs. We don't know what they are yet. They're still UFOs. And it's yeah. like, oh, okay, thanks. Yeah. Oh, and also, <laughs> or they're it, like, that was swamp gas. I'm like, well, yeah. it yeah. wasn't. 
But thank yeah. you for disregarding everything I just said and acting like I'm an idiot. Sometimes the Mothman had some Mexican food, so it could be swamp gas. You never know. <laughs> oh God, Mexican food in West Virginia? I'm I'm good. Oh man. yeah, that's gonna oh. get yes. Actually, oh, West shit. Virginia's got a a big Hispanic population. Really? Yeah, they do. Yeah, huh. they do. Oh, they might have decent it? Mexican food out there. That's what the uh, coastal elites know. <laughs> well, I mean, that's not that far from the coast. So, of course, all of those things that they found, they tell, they tell uh, uh, Max, or they say that it all confirms Max's theory about military human experimentation. Of course, they go out, they hear something, they use the thermal camera to see what it is, and... Uh, they lose it. So you get the, you know, your your classic paranormal investigation, right. shaky cam footage yeah, with the thermal Yeah, it doesn't camera. really work as well with cryptids, though. It was just it's a like, yeah, record, you're, right? you're looking for an animal. Well, yeah. if you're pointing a thermal camera into the woods, you're going to find a fucking animal. You're going to find an animal. Yeah. necessarily going to be the one you want. Yeah. yeah. This is true, because, you know, Mothman, the guy who can fly, is famous for creeping around the jungle on all fours. <laughs> That's <Yeah>. true. <laughs> Oh, and by the way, I love that when they go into the flooded uh, uh, area, the, the Jess is like, oh, this would be the perfect place to live if you're a mothman. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's right. Like, if you wanna, I guess if you want to be a mothman, you want to live here. Like, they, heard a, they heard a chirping noise, and she's like, what's that? I'm like, probably yeah. a fucking it's outside. bat. <laughs> That's crazy. That's as crazy. Like, it should be a, a scary sound inside that place, right? right. Not outside yeah. the place. Yeah. Yeah. But then I love they're like, okay, so we went and we walked around for an hour or so. Oh, wait, hold on. Did we it. miss the part where they said this is toxic water and then dude sticks his hand in the water with it's the camera? In the water, yes. It's, oh, my yeah. God. Oh, yeah. And somebody right. else has a flashlight that's coming from a distance to yeah. the camera. So it was a two-camera sh- setup. Yep. It's horrifying. Mm-hmm. Every time I see, I'm like, oh, my God. Well, not even, it just, you know, first it starts off, they're paddling, right? And they're flipping that water just all around with their mouths wide open and no glasses I was on, thinking the same thing. It's going to get on your fucking legs at least, right? So, <laughs> little, got Mothman legs. So I used to work at Edwards Air Force Base in California uh, when I worked for NASA. And I remember day one that I got there, they had a safety video where they're like, all right. <laughs> Oh, Here's I know this, this story. <laughs> there's a there's a chemical that is used to refine jet engine fuel, and you do not want to fuck around with this chemical. So I'm like, okay, cool. I'm watching the training video, and they're all like, okay, here's the deal with the chemical, right? It's a clear liquid, right? That's indistinguishable from water. It very very vaguely smells like ammonia, but if you can smell it you're already probably going to die. And I'm like, Jesus well, what, Christ. what the fuck am I supposed to do about that then? So everywhere <laughs> I walk, if there's liquid on the ground, period, I just run. <laughs> like, what the fuck I am hope, I supposed to do? I hope no, there's I think this period is, liquid. No, I think this is NASA's answer to the men in black. They're just fucking with you. They're no. They're like, hey, you know what? We get government money anyway. Let's produce this $80 million fucking video just to fuck with the new guys. <laughs> How 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 many times did they fuck with people by p- placing a glass of water next to someone? Oh and, god! And then yeah. they take a drink and then be like, "Oh fuck, what did you do? I accidentally switched the glasses." Oh shit! A that was that shit we were experimenting on. Water. Yeah. Someone someone runs in and throws the bucket of water on you right afterwards. I I will <laughs> new say guy hazing. One other thing I can say I will say is that we were looking at um the the government GPS out in that area the the satellite imagery stuff as well 
Uh-huh. And uh, the, my my boss pointed and says, you see that black spot right there? I'm like, yeah, what's up? And then she's like, that's Area 51. We, uh, you can't see what's over there. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, that does happen. <laughs> I, always, I always think that's like a bunch of... Area 51 is the yeah. big obvious target they want you to look at. Right. They have just, all the real this episode stuff blows else. that whole shit up, right? Well, because, because we, we found out. Rats... Yeah, this Air Force base is the real yeah. Area 51. Right. Yeah. Patterson is the real Area 51. Now, the old Area 51, they were just like testing experimental like stealth stuff out there. That's that's really all. Which is it was. cool. Yeah, yeah. No, it's really hey, look, interesting. If you saw that in 1950 or 1960 and you had no idea what a fucking stealth jet fighter was. Yeah, you would think that's uh, some crazy shit that you're seeing in the sky. I mean, we we used to tell everybody that our our, our uh, fighter pilots could see in the dark when we had radar, and that they could do so by eating a bunch of carrots. That was our uh, disinformation campaign. Is that fucking World War One? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, the shit that we would pull is just ridiculous. So yeah. They decide, okay, well, we're going to go ahead Cats and... with fucking listening devices on their... T- tied to their tails, no less, probably, <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, my poor cat couldn't do it. She doesn't have a tail. Oh, plus she's too fat. Oh, oh yo, your cat's God, 4F. she's so fat. What's that? Your cat is 4F. Yeah, so... That's the designation you get with the unable to join, like Ted Nugent, for shitting in his pants three days before he went to uh, get this physical. Yep, yeah. <laughs> Can't stop so telling that story up for some reason. Yeah, what you yeah. talked about on the grind bin. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, it's kind of a genius idea, but then don't spend the rest of your fucking life supporting the troops. Yeah, but then you shit your pants, though. You're just standing around with shitty pants. Instead of going to Vietnam, <laughs> I would do the same thing. To okay, but fair point. he fucks it up by, you know, he's Mr. Hey, the troops, the troops, the troops. That's funny how many but when people... But when it was his turn to go, he had the poops, the poops, the poops. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> One and a half bottles of Sojo. It's okay. So, yeah, we find out Rat- Wright Patterson Air Force Base. That's the real Area 51. I should also and... point out that Ghost Hunters went there and actually had one of their best episodes. Really? They actually did a paranormal investigation at Wright, Pat- Wright Patterson Air Force Base. Did they cast Is that one? the one with Zach? No, that's the one with Jason Hall. Uh, Ghost Holly Adventures. Oh, okay. Tim. Tim loves Ghost Adventures. That's the better one for him. <laughs> yeah, hey, because Ashers. He's like, when is Ashers. that guy going to get yes. laid? Yes. Do, do you like Ghost Adventures? I, no, I don't. Um, <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm not. I'm not a big fan. I mean, you know, again, it's much like this. It's it's fun to watch and be like, yeah. that's just ridiculous. But yeah, you know, at the same time, I I, I don't uh, as like credible sources. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. What about so Ghost I guess Hunters? For you. Not when neither. you watch shows like this, it's like a yeah. cop watching uh, cop TV shows or a lawyer watching a, mo- a TV show about yeah. lawyers, and they're like, it's nothing at all like this. Yeah, yeah, it, it's it very much like that, yeah. <laughs> it is, it is. Even, like, all this, like, Air Force Base talk, there's so much. There's I, I have two informants from the base, and I know that sounds really, um, shady. you know, <laughs> sounds really shady, and it very much is. Um, one of them is dying, so he's telling me a lot of interesting oh. stuff. The other one currently works there. And what's funny is that they don't, well, I guess it's not funny, but they don't know each other at all, but their stories are the same. Oh. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, okay, well, what do I do That's with this intriguing. Because I got the one guy who's like, when he dies, I can release this information. But not, but I got the one guy who's not dead yet. And I'm like, but what do people think that he told me? And it's like, oh, no, what do I what do? I do? How, do how do I protect these people? It's heavy stuff. It's hard to be, um, to have well, informants. <laughs> what you do is you do like Trump and you say, people are saying. 
Rats. That's, that's, people like, say that's people Fox tell News. Me. Before it was Trump, it was Fox News. Yep, yep. <laughs> Some people <laughs> said. Fox News said that. And they there's, say. There's a following out there for that, so I hear. Um, but no, it's, it is an interesting, it's a, it's the whole thing is that's my other, you know, that's my other baby is now this air force base and I don't choose this life guys. I just, they just choose me. I promise they come to me and I'm like, what, what do I do? I gotta, I gotta do it, I guess. Somebody's gotta be out there to tell the truth. That's true. Start looking into the abyss. The abyss looks back. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) That's me with weird. I should write that down. (laughs) Yeah. That's me with with weird uh incest horror movies that people keep fucking bringing oh, me or or weird <laughs> ghost rape and that kind of shit yeah. it just finds me uh, i'm yeah. sorry for picking that movie sorry. <laughs> that's okay so yeah you know we're working on getting our our informant for expedition x from the air force base meanwhile we take a little side trip out to chicago to find an author an author who wants to meet at the top of the willis tower and that's tobias whalen i hope you don't have fucking high anxiety did you notice that the uh the girl jess she looked like she was not feeling it she actually no. looked very nervous she was kind of like pacing from foot to foot and she was kind of crouching down a little bit when she was talking yeah i don't think so she's I've, very good with heights Man, so i've been up there that. and it is uh it is unnerving <laughs> First of all, because you're up in this building and you can feel with the wind that the building is swaying, Mm -hmm. right? Yes. And you look out and you're like, I should not see this far. Like it's, first of all, can we just get a fun to get all the flat earthers up there? Just so they can like (laughs) see there is a curve. And if they don't see the light, guess what? The uh, the bottom of the uh, elevator opens up. Boom. (laughs) So yeah, Jess is not fucking feeling it. And they're talking to Tobias, and Tobias is great. He's all like, look, man, my buddy Guillermo, he took a smoke break, right? Well, and hold he- on, hold on. <laughs> he, here's, a, here's, again, this, is, this went through a lawyer with the way that they, they explain him, right? He mm-hmm. shows up there at the Sears Tower, which is the second tallest building in the world now, mm-hmm. right? In America. And uh, he, it says, Tobias has been investigating the Mothman. Mm-hmm. Since he got word of three recent reports, and I'm like, yes. what is that? Like three months? <laughs> There's a bunch <laughs> of reports true. about the Mothman that doesn't bode well for how long he's been investigating this guy. So right? I will. Um, I'm. I'm going to step in and give you guys full disclosure here. This is where it gets wild. This is the plot twist here. Get ready for it. Okay. I watched this episode because I am really good friends with Tobias. That's the only reason why I watched this show. <gasps> Yes, is because me and Tobias are really good buds. Okay, so Tobias um, worked for Mufon actually uh, for a time being. He he is he's a forty investigator. He does he does what I do. Um, he's my uh, he's my Chicago Mothman guy. So if I need Chicago Mothman stuff, I go to Tobias because that's all pretty much he does it nowadays. Um, but yeah, that's why I watched it in the first place. I never would have watched. I don't watch these kinds of shows. <laughs> well, I I honestly <laughs> thought he came across as uh, down to earth. I mean, no, for someone yeah. who doesn't really believe in this sort of stuff, anything he says is going to be, you know... Well, hold on. No, coo- Candace, he's on the, the top floor, standing outside <laughs> yeah. the fucking he's box. Not he's not down to earth. <laughs> no, but he was, he was, making, he was making valid points, because he's like, if there's no video evidence, and there's no photos, and there's no tracks, right. then you just take the person's word for it. And so right. how credible 
do you think this person is? Because most people don't just wake up one day and decide they're going to lie about seeing the Mothman. Okay, right. well, and so... That's, you know, well, that's the thing about Tobias is that, you know, he was very remiss about calling it the Mothman initially. Um, he And I believe that's where he got the first reports from was through a, a report through MUFON. And they weren't calling it the Mothman at first. Actually, I think they were calling it again, like the Batman or something like that. And, um, you know, now he's kind of put the tie together that this is probably the, it's the same thing as the Mothman. So, to, but, but Tobias, you know, I made a note here because I, I watched this again for this episode. I've watched it one other time and, and it was actually to have Tobias come on my show. And, um, you know, because I knew he did it anyway and we we're going to talk about it. Well, I noticed that he made this horrible joke, guys. He's like, sorry, I'm late. There's a lot of stairs. And I'll tell yes. you what, that was not <laughs> like, that's a joke that I would say. Yeah, that's that a Tim joke. Written by the show. I can promise. I haven't asked him, but I can promise you that's a 100% original bias. Nice. <laughs> no one would have written that. Nobody yeah. would have, right? <laughs> so Guillermo took a smoke Plus he was break. smart because he did it on like the 150th take and he's like, they're going to have to use it. That's it. Yeah. Right. yeah. Yep. <laughs> that's a great move. No, he did his Frank. No, I'm sorry. He did the Frank Sinatra. He's like, I, I'm one take and I'm done. Oh, there you <laughs> <He> go. <might've. laughs> so, yeah, th then we get the story that Guillermo, the, this guy took a smoke break and he saw a, a, a figure on top of the tower jump. And I'm like, okay, mm. now if I saw that, I'd be a little worried, first of all. Um, I might have to report that to the police. But yeah, then. Yeah, I just see someone die. <laughs> Yeah. Right, but then... by the time you call nine one one, it's done. So what do you mean report it to the police? Well, you True. still have to fucking report it, Tim. You don't just go on with your day. <laughs> Someone's well... gonna know, wonder who where their loved one went. <laughs> but then I guess from from, but they don't say it here. But eventually, you find out that the person didn't just fall straight down and pancake out. They flew off. Right. Again, I would fill my pants if I saw that. That would scare the shit out of me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, fair point. Hey. Okay. So you you get that report. Somebody tells you that. And you're like, okay. If, and if you know the dude, or if you you know interviewed him, and otherwise he seems like a credible person, you say, okay, I'm gonna. You know what? I can't explain it. You can't explain it. The answer is we don't know. I have to take you for your word here. Gotcha. Then. The skeptic nerd points out, all right, you know there's birds, right? Yeah. You know birds exist, right? Yeah. Phil, <laughs> Phil's like, yeah, that's probably a bird. And, but Tobias is like, I, yeah, I don't know about that because, you know, I've, I've also heard reports from people that they were within feet of this thing and saw it. <laughs> yeah, you better realize that's a bird or not a bird or else yeah. we'll be smoking. Hopefully. Now, if you can't tell the difference between like looking at the Sears Tower, the second tallest building in America, and seeing something jump jump off from the top between something six feet away from you, what the fuck? You need glasses, right? So now they're like, okay, we're gonna go talk to somebody who might have evidence, and it's this guy Kelly. Oh god, yeah, the Kelly, the Kelly Hanada sighting. Um, yeah. yeah, they do. They go and talk to oh, him. Oh god, this guy. He tells I have like story. eight pages. Right, so he, he saw this thing, he was riding his bike, but also he just randomly rides around town with a GoPro on his helmet. Whatever, it's Chicago. Every day? You know? Every Some, day he drives? It's, it's, it's Chicago. I, you know, I don't know what they do there. Um, I'll but, tell you, here's you know. my problem, is that motherfucker's riding on the sidewalk. 
That's wow. true. That's true. <laughs> he did. He, he did should not have been doing table. that. <laughs> so he comes and he tells him the story. He says somebody else was looking up in the sky, so he decided to start filming with his GoPro. He's like, here's my pictures. And he shows these pictures, all right? So my No, no, he done. doesn't show the pictures right away because no. oh, well, first, what kinda... he says... I kind of feel bad like, for him because he's he's uh, hesitant because he's like I don't want you to make fun of me. No, no, no. I don't he feel bad for him that. because you know what? Guess what? If you don't want to show the video because people think that you're crazy or that you're making it up, which you know I can understand, right? If you've seen something that you think is really crazy or whatever, you might not want to tell. People. But why is he on the show to begin with, and why is he telling people? That's if, true. If he if was I'm that going scared, to be telling, why would if you I'm going agree? to work on Monday, Candace, and I'm like, guess what? I saw this guy jump off the fucking Sears building, okay? And fly and away. I have video proof of it. And people are looking at me like, yo, Tim, you're fucking crazy. And I'm like, well, I have video proof, but you know what? Now you sound crazy. I don't want to show it to you. Yeah, I, that's that's my gripe with his sighting is that, you know what, to this day, Kelly Hanada has never shown that video, ever. Yeah, because oh, he, he's just shit. showing still images, and I'm like, right. GoPros take video. So like, doesn't he, he have a video? In 4K, what, as far as I fucking know, right? What he says happened was that when he started filming at the time, his GoPro was set to only take frame-by-frame frame images. It wasn't set to take video. <sighs> so by the time weird. he switched on the video, it was still in the sky, but you can't see it on the video. But it was still there, he claims. It just wasn't, and it just doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make yeah. any sense. No, that's, that's sus. Yeah, I think it's weird. And I've talked to a lot of weird people all I the agree, time. I agree, it's you. sus. But yeah, that guy is definitely very, very sus. I don't believe I don't I don't buy his uh little Mothman pictures. It just looks like a bug to me. Plus, if you're like I don't want to show this video because I don't want you to make fun of me, it's like why would you agree to be on a fucking television show then? Exactly. Right. Why would you it's talk weird. about it to the yeah. point where people it's think weird. you're crazy and they're making fun of you, but you have video fucking evidence and you or still shots? You which know what, what he said, I have a video clip and still shots. Come on, yeah. motherfucker. <laughs> right. The story has changed multiple times because obviously we're all like, well, where's your video, Kelly? Let's, yeah. let's see it, my guy. And he just doesn't, he doesn't, he never shows it and to it anybody. Just, so. It just sucks because they just got done talking to Tobias and he's like, yeah, you know, I have all these credible reports from people that I talk right. to. And then this is the guy they go That's and talk it. to. <laughs> yeah. oh, wow. See the power yeah. of editing. Mm-hmm. Right? It's, it's terrible. It's Terrible the way it, the way it panned out because there because... are really credible people that have reported this thing in Chicago. There's been all kinds of all kinds of sight hundreds of sightings at this point now. And oh, you're right, they choose that guy, and it's like why you know happen? if Mothman sightings are harbingers of doom, maybe you should get the fuck out of Chicago. So many sightings yeah, of them are happening think, there. You would, but then again, it's Chicago also, so there's doom every day. Yeah, <laughs> every week is like point. 38 shootings. Plus yeah. it's the Fourth of July, so probably oh, shootings are God. up. Poor Mothman can't keep up with the tragedy anymore. I know, right? He's trying. He's working overtime over there. So it's not working out. My co my co-host for my podcast, he lives in Chicago. <laughs> so we talk about this a lot. God, no Tell wonder his eyes are... out of Chicago. <laughs> no. Until these sightings die down. If I lived down. in Chicago, I would do a podcast. I would just stay inside of my house and just have yeah. every Instacarted, Uber Eats, whatever. That's what he does, yeah. God, no wonder Mothman's eyes are so red. He's not getting any rest. No. <laughs> no rest for the wicked. Mm-hmm. So Jess says, all right, so that's definitely a mothman in the picture. And the dude's like, yeah, that's, that, that looks like a bird. That's no, a bird. So 
Yeah, because and I think he, at this point he names like three different birds that are right. like native yeah. to that whole fucking area. Yeah, yeah. yeah that live is it, in. Is Chicago? one of the golden eagle? Yes, yeah, golden, eagle golden eagle and the sandhill crane. Yep, sandhill crane. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. So they're yeah, like, I guess all right. Nobody ever saw a fucking nature documentary where everybody knows that golden eagles have six to eight feet fucking spans of their wings, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody knows that city folk don't know their asses from their elbows. They don't know well, what see, animals Candace, are. Well, see, Candace, that's the thing. I think when he's driving down the fucking sidewalk, stupid fucking asshole, <laughs> on his fucking bike, and there's a construction worker, okay? So, all right, uh, I'm not going to disparage the people who build our buildings, but uh, construction worker's like, hey, what's up the there? Hey, what the fuck is that? <laughs> no, I'm supposed to be whistling at this chick, but something's up there in the air. Can I whistle? <laughs> So he looks up and he sees it. I don't know. It's just, it's very sus. I don't sus. know. I wasn't there, but uh, yeah. I don't find his story particularly compelling. No, I believe gotcha. in the Mothman and I don't believe this guy. Gotcha. <laughs> so. Yeah. So now. Well, there's always going to be leeches, right? Yeah. Oh, of course. Like yeah, that yeah. guy down in New Orleans who is like, hey, you know what? People come here looking for Anne Rice vampires. Guess what? <laughs> yeah. I'm going to dress up with yeah. a fucking top hat on. Yeah. Yeah. I'm about to go cool. peel off some uh, some women off of this story real quick. Yeah, I'm a vampire. Let's come back to my place. <laughs> uh, so I love this this next aside that they take. They're like, maybe it was just a dude in a wingsuit. So let's I go mean, talk. That's plausible. If you saw a dude jump from a building and he flew away, why yeah, not a guy in a wingsuit? True. So they what do you do? They don't do wingsuits in cities. They do parachuting. That's it. I live in yeah, New well, York. I've I've seen it lots of times. Nobody's they, doing a fucking wing a wingsuit through fucking Fifth Avenue. They do debunk it pretty quickly. Yeah, because they go talk to Joe Riddler, who is a yeah. Expert. He looks like the Riddler. Oh <laughs> yeah, I'm like this does. is fucked up. Are they fucking calling this motherfucker out? They're like, yo, you're the Mothman, right? Because like <laughs> people see him flying, and like maybe it's a wingsuit, and you're the best one at wingsuiting, right? So you're him, mm. right? Come on. <laughs> Yeah, he didn't have red eyes though. I was looking for that too because I was I was on the same. Uh, they're called goggles because you don't want moths oh. flying in your eyes. He looks like Night Owl from The Watchmen. <laughs> yeah, only a less impotent Night Owl because this dude's oh. pretty awesome. Wow. He, uh, they're, <laughs> they're talking to him and he's, he's they're like, all right, take a look at this building. You think it was like a base jumper or something? And he's like, dude, I've done like thousands of base jumps. I'm like totally cool. I'm not like some bitch ass. But you don't <laughs> exact base quote. jump. Yeah, literally. But he's like, but you don't base jump off of this. He's like, dude, look at, there's like buildings everywhere. There's no soft place <laughs> well, to fucking land. There's cops. And this shit is illegal. <laughs> That's yeah. true. It's yeah. a barely legal sport. <laughs> he, called, he called his father, his fellow base jumpers ninjas. Yeah, night ninjas. Yeah. What the? They have to do it at night because that way no one can see them. Yeah. Yeah. And clearly this guy's report from, you know, Guillermo having the cigarette was during the day. So uh, he's like, yeah, that's definitely not a base jumper. Come on, Guillermo. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe he's vaping. I don't know. That's a little better. He might be. I, I would think that after you saw the Mothman, he'd probably pick up smoking if you weren't already a smoker. But... Oh my god! You see, you see Mothman, and then you immediately go to the closest gas station, <laughs> grab a pack of cigarettes. <laughs> Yo, know, like I tell my wife, look, I know it's been five years since we've had a cigarette, but I just saw a fucking Mothman. I'm having a cigarette because who knows what's gonna fucking happen. 
Yep. I saw a flying humanoid. <laughs> so you just got to, like, you see Mothman. Like, Tim, you'll be out uh, doing your thing tomorrow. You'll see Mothman. And then next to you is like a homeless guy with a bottle of whiskey or whatever. He dumps his bottle of whiskey out, and you just grab a cigarette from him real quick. So the two of you like take his sunglasses. I'm okay. Yeah. So I like that they're like, yeah, okay, that's cool. That definitely wasn't a wingsuit guy. So let's go out to the woods now. So because it's been so long since we were filming trees. Are we getting up to the bow? uh, The fucking crossbow? Yeah. So they go out there, they start unloading everything, and all of a sudden, dude just whips out this big ass crossbow with okay, like a fishing a reel. Shouldn't yeah. you have the crossbow to shoot the Mothman? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have a Tim question, wants to Ashers. Kill Mothman. Yeah. Okay, so you've done cryptid hunting in the yes. woods, right? Right. Correct. Yeah. Do you have How a difficult... bow and uh, crossbow or bow and arrow? <laughs> Which one do you prefer to use? How... Um. Go ahead. How difficult would it be to use a trail cam to hopefully catch a cryptid? I mean, that's like finding a needle in a haystack. But it, it is. I mean, you know, it's better chances than than not having it out there at all. Um. But most likely now some people usually trail cams are more popular to be used for uh things like uh you know bigfoot and stuff because they you know they frequent yeah forests and woods. you probably get like so um, many deer you do well, yeah because uh, where do you set the camera up do you set the camera up to look at the sky or do you set the camera up to look at the ground you put you put it on the ground now in the case of the mothman you're talking about this thing is being seen in the middle of the day in chicago i don't think he's too concerned about trail like i just don't that just doesn't make any sense to me but you know, it is something that we do a lot. Uh, a lot of people think that these things can avoid these cameras. It's it's a it's a weird. Uh, it, it's a whole. That's true. If they're intelligent, it's not like they're not going to see the fucking camera and know what it is. They're not dumb they, animals. They right? They wouldn't. Well, they wouldn't know what it is necessarily. We have a working theory. We're going to do this experiment, and I can't I can't disclose what it is because it's super secret. But okay. um, we have a theory that a lot of these things avoid trail cams because it's got human scent all over it, and so mm-hmm. therefore, you know, they know to not. Some people are like, oh, it's because they're demons. There's some people that just think that everything's demons. And so, yeah, like, like Zach Bagans, like everything's <laughs> yeah, a demon. Yeah, everything's a demon. So, you know, these people, they, they're like, oh, they, they, they can avoid it because they're demons. And it's not it's not that. But, you know, the trail cams, they're, they're, out, they're out smart in the trail cams, obviously, because we haven't caught clear footage of anything on one yet. So, but we still use them because, you know, why the fuck not? I mean, what? It's yeah, that's true. You never, <laughs> so. you never know. Uh, but I've never connected one to a crossbow and shot it into a tree. So <laughs> this rig Yo, that look, he has. So if you great. have a crossbow, you're gonna fucking use it. <laughs> that's well, true. Right. That's yeah, true. Exactly. That's true. Maybe you should. See, Maybe Tim wants to kill the Mothman. <laughs> it might be. I think that this is what I'm missing out on, guys. I need to shoot a, a trail cam into a tree. Oh. I, we'll figure it out. So step Tim, it up I, to the next level. Right. <laughs> So I've got a question then. If if you go out to hunt and, and kill Mothman, does then a secondary Mothman appear to that Mothman to let him know that something is about to happen uh, tragically to him? <laughs> well, so here's That's my meta. question. Is there a Mrs. Mothman? A Mothwoman? Yeah, a Moth Lady, probably. Um <laughs> there is but I, I don't, it's not the mothman it's the flatwoods monster but we can talk about that on another day <laughs> definitely yeah so let's talk about the flatwoods I, I was, monster 
So I was thinking about it. If I was going to go out hunting the Mothman, right? If I really wanted to have an encounter with the Mothman, what I would do was find the most unreliable car that I could, right? Drive <laughs> around in the middle of nowhere without my cell phone. I'd get one yeah. of those. Remember the disposable oh, cameras? Drive at 69 miles an hour and oh, see what happens. I, yeah. you know, they, still, they still make disposable cameras, by the yes. way. Yes. So, because you need to not be able to have video evidence, and it's also right. got to be not very high resolution. Exactly. You need like analog. A disposable camera. Well, uh, I don't know. I, Mothman. I just know that I've seen them. Criminals, I think. Would be my guess. Oh, Candace. <laughs> Holy shit. You're just out of yourself. Is it a criminal? Are you taking some crazy ass fucking pictures? No, that would be more the Polaroid crew, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I know when I used out. to do ghost hunting, I always used a Polaroid camera just because you'd have it right there. They're still used. It's a good point. Yeah. It, they're hard to get the film for now, though. A little more expensive because everybody's using digital. So, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, they, they head out there. Uh, they put up their cool cameras. Yeah, with the crossbow pulley system and rig them up, then they just start that crossbow having. Crossbow a... sounds like it's kind of like suspect, right? Because it's like, yeah. No, Tim, it's sus. Sus. Yeah. sus. Right. Look, you know what? I got the time. I can say suspect. Okay. I got the time. <laughs> you don't, Tim. You're old. You can die any minute now. That's a good point, Tim. You're a little bit older than I me. I don't want to die, and the last thing that comes out of my mouth is fucking sus. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. So, I, and then I love they're just having this conversation about jaguar poachers real quick. Yeah. Because <laughs> she's like, Jess is like, what's the weirdest thing you ever saw on camera with one of these things? And he's like, like, probably jaguars or probably the poachers that were hunting them. And then immediately we just hear the noise. Well, yeah, because the next part is it's like we shot those motherfuckers in the head. God, hopefully. <laughs> you know what's funny is I'm very familiar with trail cams because for those who don't know, I live in Missouri. And a lot of people around here put their trail cams up on their land to catch meth heads trying to steal their shit. Oh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> Candace, when are you moving? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> like, you know what? I want to move where fucking Mothman is instead of all those fucking meth heads. <laughs> meth yeah. head, Mothman, you know. They're yeah. kind of the same thing. Fucking well, Mothman no, we... ain't going to steal my fucking p copper pipes. Yeah, we caught meth man out there. His eyes are red for a different reason. Reason. If somebody hasn't already done a comic book about Meth Man, come on. Oh, like, you know what? You got seven hours to finish it from start to done, start to finish. Let's go. Yep. yep. I've I've thought about putting up a trail cam. I live in town, so you'd probably just see like a fucking stray dog walk through my yard or something. But you never know. What if you yeah. caught something? Yo, you're gonna you catch can. so many fucking people cheating on their fucking husbands and their wife. Yeah. All, all <laughs> so my wife, oh my god, she was just posting about this the other day. There's that neighborhood app because we live in kind of Next a door. city. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> where people are posting about the Next shit. Next door, that's... find out who your wife is banging while you're at work. Dude, exactly. <laughs> They're all like, this woman has been posting to their like. I think this person's cheating. On their partner because their partner leaves for work and then like almost immediately another person shows up. <laughs> oh my god! I read this book about unconscious bias, and mm -hmm. uh, the Nextdoor app was cited as being kind of an enabler of unconscious bias because people will be like, "I saw a suspicious person walking around our neighborhood," and they're always black. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and so oh, yeah. the makers of Nextdoor 
has tried to find psychologists and be like, what can we do to discourage people from profiling uh, black people on Nextdoor? Uh, this is stop awful. Putting, stop making a camera black and white, for one. <laughs> <laughs> well, that might help. That's, yeah, I don't... It's, it's I don't a know sad how thing, to help you with that, yeah. man. It is. Yeah, it is sad. But yeah, every time someone mentions next door now, that's all I think about is racial bias. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's just amazing to me. I, I, look, I'm 52. I'm almost going to be 53. I remember we growing up with like Big Brother and everybody's like so worried about the government and everybody watching them. And now just everybody just gives their fucking information away for free. And I'm going to put a fucking camera on my door. Where the government and the police don't even need my permission to look in and see what the fuck is going on. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. don't put the cameras inside your house. Hey, it's it reminds me of what's uh, Fahrenheit 451, uh, 551, uh, whatever. 451. It's 451, yeah. Yeah, okay. And the point where fucking he's on the run and the government just fucking announced everybody just come out of the fucking house and look on the street and see where this motherfucker is. Yeah, mm. yeah. Like the end of the Truman Show. Yes. Or Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Ah, yeah. <laughs> so Anyway, back to the... We, we went off on a tangent there. <laughs> yeah, back off of the tangent. <laughs> so, yeah, that's when we have the fun talk about Operation Blue Book, the investigation of UFOs, and how everything's all nice and classified. But Josh, his lead is going to pay off because we get to meet Ray Szymanski. I think, Sh I think it's Shemansky. Shemansky. Either way, an engineer who used to work at the Air Force Base and decided that they should meet, I believe, in where Hostel was filmed. And I just I'm want not... to remind everybody at this point, yeah. yes, that Ben Carson is probably the world's greatest heart surgeon, but he's Ben Carson. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So this guy is like, hey, man, I... I'm an engineer. I worked at the base. I helped them in these weird underground facilities to work on the first atomic bomb. So Jess is like, okay, cool. I have a theory about the Mothman. It was a government experiment. And he says, yeah, that's possible. But then his explanation of how it's possible, I think, is different than what she's thinking. Because I think what she's thinking is they somehow spliced the DNA a la Brundlefly of a human and a moth and created what? a moth man. That's insane. Well, why would you do that? What do moths have to offer that's so great? <laughs> exactly. It's they just can like, fly. once yeah. they turn the fucking spotlights on, you're done. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that's her theory. His theory is like, no. So we were working on things like integrated circuits and fiber optics and flight suits. Right. So... My theory, ma'am, is that he might have just been a dude in a jetpack. And then we cut to this footage of people Wait, in jetpacks. Right now, they're talking to him while, while they're in the bunker, right? Yeah. Meanwhile, they're talking to him in the craziest place ever. Okay. Uh, here's what I have written down in red letters. Here's my circled and red letter thing. Mm -hmm. is, there is a sticker on the door that says, fire door, do not prop open. Yeah, it's propped, it open. propped open. And guess what the motherfuckers did? They propped it open. So I have an explanation for this one. Okay. If if you are working on things like integrated circuits, fiber optics, and very high tech things, the In value what year? even back then, sir, the value of what you're working on is greater than the value of the people that are in there. 
So Hell when yeah. it comes to fire like suppression. The, it's like the motherfucker who invented uh, McNuggets. McDonald's killed that guy. Yeah. What? Exactly. <laughs> what? I have not heard this. He's fucking with you. So Okay, thank God. <laughs> I mean, I'd believe it. <laughs> if you're in if you're in a room, right? Let's say you are one of three people that work in a laboratory with like half a billion dollars worth of equipment that is one of a kind, right? Right. A fire breaks out in that room. Normally when a fire breaks out in a you room, you want sprinklers... your fucking fire are from Dayton, Ohio. Yeah. <laughs> Normally what happens in that room is fire extinguishers or, or uh, fire suppression hits, and that is yeah, sprinklers. Yeah, you can't have water because you're going to fuck up the computers exactly. and everything else, right? So mm -hmm. instead what they do is they flood the room with halon, which is a gas that eliminates all oxygen in that space. I was about space. to say, that kills people. Oh, wow. Yes. So yeah, but if it doesn't you're... fuck up the computers. Come on, Ken, this is the government. Yep. <laughs> Look, you're disposable. Those computers aren't. Yeah. So. That... Oh, go ahead. In that room, what I'm what I am imagining might be, let's say, is that they had equipment in that room that used halon fire suppression. So the idea of don't prop the door open is uh, if that halon leaks out, they don't want the people in the hallway also removing oh, their oxygen. Uh, Inception, uh, yeah. uh, tenant. Yeah. No one Anyhow, saw that movie. <laughs> that well, that makes me think of uh, when I worked at a DNA lab, and we would. Store sample, we would store frozen samples in deep freeze of the DNA. Candace kept smuggling DNA out. <laughs> <laughs> Just all the free samples from fucking <laughs> whoareyoudna.com. She just kept fucking filling in it, right? Well, they, they went to, they wanted to install uh, nitrous, uh, frozen nitrogen, frozen nitrogen. Mm -hmm. They wanted to use those, like you see where people will dip the rose in and then shatter it, like that kind of cold. Yeah, like Jason X. Yeah, like Jason X. So they yeah. wanted to install those, but everybody was like, I don't think that's safe, because we no. would be in where the freezers were. And they said, if this, work contract, if this, motherfucker, <laughs> if this liquid nitrogen decides to not work, it will start stealing the oxygen from the room and you will pass out and die before you even know there's something wrong. <laughs> nice. And I'm like, no, I don't want to fucking work next to these things. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, thank you. <laughs> no. So, so they cut to this footage of these silly jetpacks and they're like the dumb old jetpacks that you remember. So you yeah, can float I, like. Uh, Eddie, I remember this was the fucking wave of the future. <laughs> Yeah, so you can float effectively like twelve feet up, and then now maybe move forward. Water, right? Yeah, those are those are cool. The weird like water jets that they have, but that's like you can do that recreationally. That's not just like a government thing. That's you can go pay yeah, you to, still have to, to go do that. Sign a waiver if you break your neck. Yeah, of course. That's true. Kill yourself on those things. Yeah, you might die, but you know you can still Poke do an it. eye out. <laughs> so yeah, Mothman was probably a dude in a suit. And yeah, the, fucking, oh my god. Did he have he a water jet? Come on. Did we just <laughs> yeah. fucking this break was, this whole thing wide open? This no. this was the this was this killed me because this is the exact quote that I've written down. Might okay. have made flight suits that might explain Mothman sightings. He says that to might. Jessica. Yeah, a lot of mites, and she looks so grim and nods her head like, You're right, oh. this is Mothman. This is oh, what girl. happened. She just accepted it. No, she was yes, she did. Yeah, she was like... Delta Force used this, right? I, I, I remember seeing Chuck Norris Delta Force 1 and 2. Tim, I don't that wasn't remember the documentary. Never using 
I yeah, gotta keep well, explaining to you. Chuck Norris movies are not documentaries, Tim. <laughs> Lies. Okay, Steven Seagal movies, yes. Van Damme, of course. Time Cop, absolutely. Yes, Time Cop happened or is going to no, happen. No, there would be no Donald Depends. Trump if there was time travel. <laughs> Oh my God! So then we we just go back to the cameras, and they have so many great pictures of birds. Yeah, that they set up the sandhill crane. Oh, yeah. the golden Here's a golden eagle. eagle. Yeah. yeah, this is fucked up, right? This is like this whole episode has been a dream because we're going to show oh, you right yeah. now what it probably was. Yeah, and so that's where we end it. Is uh, yeah, I guess, I guess that's the story. I guess there's no Mothman crane or golden eagle. Or and a guy in a suit, That guy who has the fucking video, the still shots, it looks like a picture of a crane when they show yes. you a crane, right? So I have a question, and Ashers, you might be able to answer this one for me. Sure. That 66 incident with the teenagers and the talons mm-hmm. digging into the car, were there any photos taken of the car with the ripping of the talons? Oh, great question, Eddie. That is a good um, there, there was not. Uh, however, it w- it is in the uh, original pol- uh, the original police report. Now, mm-hmm. also, so the kids came back into town. Okay, they saw this mothman. They come back into town. They stop at a gas station. They look at each other. They like, what the fuck just happened? They're like, well, we don't know. Let's go back and see if it's still there. They went back into the woods. It was still there. So they came back out to the town, went to the police station, told the police. The sheriff, who again, Point Pleasant is like a town of four thousand. It's just right. everybody knows everybody. The sheriff's like, I know these kids. They don't do the drugs. And so let's go back out. And look, I'll, I'll help you. Right. No, they're not out there fucking. They're, they're good kids. But he went out also and um, with, with them to show the police kind of what happened and, you know, the area and stuff. When that happened, the radio, um, the officer's radio got all, like, fucked up and weird. And it was all staticky and didn't work. And so while he didn't see the Mothman, he had his own, like, story to tell. And then they went back down to the police station again. They took the full report. Um, they no- they had noted the scratches and whatnot on the car, but they didn't take any pictures. I don't mm. know why. But they are I- in the report. Well, what they year was the report. This was 66. 66. All right, so 66, small town. I uh, Look, I'm going to give you, as a skeptic, I will give you this. 1966, <laughs> small town, do they have a fucking camera? At the police station no, not, to no. take pictures, right? That's a good point, mm. yeah. So the only other option is that while it was a military guy in a rocketeer outfit, he also had their uh, Weapon X Wolverine claws. Yeah, yeah, he, he was, was like with, Vulture yeah, what from the Spider-Man. Fuck is this fucking Falcon? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's why he's got the fucking red eyes, right? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Because again, yeah, how, does the, how are the red eyes explained by the rocketeer outfit? They're, like, they're not. I guess if it was burners from the jets or something i don't know but uh wait hold on was it red eyes i remember seeing a movie a long time ago long long time ago where a woman was supposed to be driving in the woods and supposedly she saw the devil or something like that and what it turned out to be it was just a guy and it was she was breaking her car lights so the car lights were red so when she saw his face it was red Okay. Okay. So you're saying that the, his red eyes might have been their their car lights, Tim. It could have been something like that. It could have been. Uh, look, uh, 1966. Nobody had fucking goggles or sunglasses on, right? I'm well, sure they existed, but I don't think they yeah. were common. Well, no. If you had sunglasses, they they were the fucking they wouldn't men be in black red. Sunglasses. Yeah, they wouldn't be yeah. red. 
Yeah, the men in black probably had sunglasses. That's a good point. But if you see a cat or some kind of animal late at night and you fl- a flash of light in their eyes, it's kind of like oh, freaky, right? Uh, yeah, but I mean, you you know that when you see it, though. So, Tim, you're saying this might be an offshoot of the acoustic cat experiment where they were attaching uh, <laughs> jet suits to I cannot to cats. believe that we spent... You know what? I will fucking fund that shrimp running on a treadmill a million fucking more dollars. Okay? Shrimp Instead running of trying on a to make fucking cats do what you want. <laughs> never had a fucking cat. Come on. So, Tim, we always end these uh, asking you... When you first came into this, not knowing anything about the Mothman, what what was your level of belief in the Mothman? Uh, if this is the only thing that I've ever seen about the Mothman, which, mm-hmm. besides, like I said in the beginning, the only other thing was the Richard Gere movie, yep. I would think complete bullshit. But, yeah. on the other hand, I will say this. I, I can never say that something doesn't exist 100%. You never know what the fuck is going to happen. Because the way that I always look, look at it is, uh, I was born in 1968. And I remember, like, in fourth or fifth grade, thinking, like, somebody who was born in 1868, if they saw what I saw today, they would be like, what the fuck, that's crazy. So who knows what's really real or not. But, I mean, this fucking show doesn't fucking do any favors. <laughs> yeah. Understandable. Candace, I, I'm not going to ask you if this affected your belief in the Mothman, clearly, because you've got your <laughs> Obviously, belief. Obviously, I'm a believer. Of course. Yeah, so... but all right, as a believer, did this help okay. your cause? No. No. <laughs> it's not until you really dig into the nitty-gritty of all the different Mothman sightings and, like I said, the high strangeness that surrounds them, and it's there's just so much more going on underneath the surface that this show doesn't even touch on. This is mm. just popcorn. You know, mm-hmm. this is just something entertaining. It got us to talk wow. about it and we got our listeners to listen IGN, to it. It's just popcorn. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Ashers, I've got to say thank you so much for bringing this here. Uh, and man, it's sure. been just a pleasure having you on here to pick your brain about this kind of stuff. You, you have to come back on the show. Uh, anytime. Yeah, I'm, definitely. Uh... I always down to talk about uh, weird things. That's why I do it every Wednesday. And I got to say, you got a new listener for your show because I was oh, like, "Oh, who's I've this Asher's person?" Come on, guys. Yeah, I did what too. Well, I I hadn't heard of it. I mean, there's a million paranormal mm-hmm. podcasts to well, sit sure. Ours is better because it's like coast to coast AM for people. Well, to fuck, and so. it's yeah. and it's better because you really sound like you know what the fuck you're talking and- about. And I love that. I saw that on your Twitter bio. That's probably the best sales pitch I've ever heard for a paranormal show. (laughs) Coast to coast AM for people who fuck. It sounds like I wrote it, to be honest with you. (laughs) So So wait a second. So your show isn't on at 3 o'clock in the morning because people are fucking at that time, right? Yeah, right. Exactly. Right. No, it's it's on. I mean, it is on hump day. It's on Wednesday. So it's the middle of the week. Mm-hmm. Um, it's supposed to get you in the mood, uh, I guess. No, no, no. I, I honestly, I do, I do this full time. I do the, I do the investigation thing full time. That's my job. And, um, but I understand that the best way to kind of teach people about these topics is to bring in a comedy element to it. So, of course. um, yeah. you're not going to find anything like it. Cause like I can tell you right now, I go on like these other people's shows and stuff and they're like, don't say fuck. 
don't talk about your tits. I'm like, oh, this is, what? guys, this is hard. Yeah, right? this is stupid. Oh, my this God. This is a podcast to talk about like, tits. Yeah, like, Ashes, we got to have you back show. on to talk about your tits later. I'm sorry. I will sorry. an entire episode about my tits, guys. I okay. Promise. I will do it. <laughs> well, I don't know if Zach Baggins did an episode featuring your tits, so it might have to no. be a different context. that we. It might happen at <laughs> some point. Uh, have you seen him? I think he has his own, I think he has his own tits. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so as Asher's... somebody with man breast yep so ashers <laughs> if our listeners want to tune in to uh what you've got going on where can they find you sure um so the podcast is called on wednesdays we talk weird you can find it anywhere you listen to podcasts just uh searched up and then uh, you can actually follow me probably the best place to follow me is my twitter account and that's at it's ashers um and uh, I, like I said, that's probably the best uh, the best way to find. Me. I do a bunch of other stuff too, guys. So you'll see tons of other things. But uh, that's my main my main bread and butter. Okay. Awesome. And uh, Candace, anything you want people to pay attention to on the internet that's not this? Oh well, if you want, you can listen to the Grindbin podcast. There's two episodes coming out that feature myself, and also you, Eddie, and Tim are on the episode where when we're covering the baby. Oh God. <laughs> Speaking oh, of incest movies. I forgot, I forgot about that uh, fucking movie. More erotic <laughs> And then me and Charlie, and of course Bobby and uh, Mike Wood, Mike, yeah. the hosts of the Grindbin podcast. Uh, we are yeah, covering. Don't forget Mike. We, let's not forget the actual host of their actual <laughs> podcast. <laughs> We're going to be, we covered um, Champagne and Bullets, mm, which is a vanity wonderful. project, and it was amazing. Yeah, yeah. Wow, both of them. It's going to be great. It was, it was great. What about you, so, Tim? Listen to that. Anything for people uh, to pay attention to? I think to? I have a <laughs> uh, Mike and uh, Daniel. Oh, can't and even I finish it. Have done Exit to Eden. Oh God! Oh my God! Which, if you don't know what that movie is, I highly suggest you look it up. It has and watch it. Uh, Danny Delaney, Dan Aykroyd, and mm-hmm. Rosie O'Donnell. In mm-hmm. an S&M comedy movie where the comedy was put in after the dailies when they went, whoa, unless this is going to be a fucking Showtime movie, we can't fucking show this. Yeah. What a weird time to be alive, man. <laughs> yeah. So I'd Rosie say... O'Donnell <sighs> in Dominatrix gear. With that yeah. was in the 90s. Aykroyd. That's not really a weird time to be alive. Yeah, it was. <laughs> the 90s was a weird time. And we, we are seeing... Time. It was kind of the best times. <laughs> it was the best of times and it was the worst of times. Uh, we had everything and we had nothing. It truly was. And I would say, speaking of having everything and having nothing, this month of July, since it's our one-year anniversary of the podcast, yes. we're doing nothing but the best. Just a bunch of banger horror movies. All, all month. And as a little bonus, a little gift from us to you, Tim... This is going to be a free episode. I'm going to be releasing two. You lucky motherfuckers. I'm going to be releasing two of our bonus episodes on the main free feed. And if you want more of that content, just go to patreon.com forward slash bloody bits. You get access to all of our bonus shows. You get access to the blood bank, which is a... uh, Don't forget uh, that great interview that you did with maybe one of the greatest directors ever. uh, True, true. You get access to the blood bank. With over 1,500 weird grindhouse and horror movies that you're probably not going to find anywhere else. Not to mention TV shows and a huge library 
of the original Coast to Coast AM with and Art don't Bell. don't forget, yes, that's right. Don't forget the audio fucking shows that we have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's easy to overlook it, but you know, you you get on there, There's you'll find something to entertain yourself, believe yes, me. that's right. And thank you to every single person who is a Patreon who pays to listen to this fucking show and mm-hmm. who helps keep that fucking... Uh, yeah, you keep the server running. So uh, right. thank you That's so much is. for that. And Tim, like you said, you can also get the bonus episodes. <laughs> One of my favorite things we ever did, Bowl of Ember. Two interviews with the man himself, Uwe Bowl, director of uh, House of the Dead, and Candace's favorite, Seed. Oh, God. Fuck so, that movie and fuck you. Right. You know your kid watched that fucking movie, Candace. It was on your fucking uh, recently watched. Don't <laughs> and that's watch what he watched. Seed. <laughs> Seed features. And also, uh, really, this is why I don't do the plugs at the end of the show because at the end of the show, I'm either smoking too much pot or drinking too much sojo to actually get uh, www.patreon.com forward slash bloodybits.com. Very close. You missed one W, but you know what, Tim? You did what you could. And I think with that, folks, this is how we end it. Believe, believe, yes you can. Believe in the power of the Mothman. Believe, believe, yes you can. Believe in the power of the Mothman. Well, he's seven feet tall with eyes of red, and if you don't listen to him, you will end up dead. He tried to warn everybody, yes he did, about how they were in danger from a broken bridge. Believe, believe, yes you can. Believe in the power of the Mothman. Believe, believe, yes you can. Believe in the power of the Mothman. Mothman, Mothman, I believe in you Flying round the town of Point Pleasant, West Virginia With your bright red eyes and gigantic wings That make me, make me, make me, make me, make me wanna sing Believe, believe, yes you can Believe in the power of the Mothman Believe, believe, yes you can Believe in the power of the Mothman Well, this ain't no sparrow and it ain't no owl With its high speed flying and its high pitched howl It's not a hawk, not an eagle, not a bat, nor a pheasant It's a Mothman of Point Pleasant Believe, believe, yes you can Believe in the power of the Mothman Believe, believe, yes you can Believe in the power of the Mothman Believe, believe, yes you can Believe in the power of the Mothman Believe in the Mothman